0: I have this pain in my lower back since, you know, February, almost. so deep in my core and it's just disgusting how I've been in this pain for so long. I was happy about, you know, being strong and patient about it, trying to do yoga and stuff to uh, help it out. Eventually went to the doctor and doing physiotherapy, but that's been useless. Did an MRI today, booked an appointment yesterday, that worked out somehow. One today, and I looked at the pictures and I couldn't understand what I was seeing, obviously. I could see the spine somehow, but what am I really looking at? Seems like it's pinched, you know, a part of the, the thing, seems like it's a bit out of the spine, I don't know. something i've been trying to internalize a lot it's the 6th of june officially now 7th of june saturday 12:21 a.m so technically midnight yeah I... to be at the forefront of your life to approach everything as if it's never going to happen again because it's not Really, everywhere you are is a very, very unique situation. A lot of the times you would see, sorry, all my metaphors are about cute girls, but hey, it's not my fault. I come from a line of genetic progression that's 3.5 billion years old with the primary goal of just uh, continuation, continuation, continuation. You know, seeing a cute girl on a bike pass by next to you and then stop at a light. You could still talk to her, but she's gone in a second. You know, you had two three seconds to have the balls to say, hey. And a part of you, at least a part of me, would think, yeah, maybe when I go training next time, because I, I was just coming back from a training session with the guys. Um, Maybe she'll be passing again. Maybe I'll see her passing again. No, you'll never see her passing again. (laughs) It was just then and there, really. Next time I was passing, I remember the situation again, that same place. And it was, you know, the day I saw this girl, it was sunny and it was bright and the air was nice. The other time it was cloudy, um, a bit colder. So... It's never, you You might be in the same place from the s- same situation, but it's always so different, but it's always still the same. Another thing I'm internalizing is, um, especially in the office and what we do and what we work on, is that no one really knows an answer like even with knowing like trying to write my book or trying to i don't i don't have an idea a perfect idea of how anything is going to be once it's finished the only thing that gets something error free is a lot of attention over a long period of time put into this thing over and over again until it's flowy to the point that there are no errors nothing that takes you out of flow whether that's a business process that you're trying to put into place or creating uh, instructional videos for how phones work and whatnot, which I'm going to be working on now, or online courses such as I've done, or books, you know, like the first book. I really like the titles of, of the chapters that I've I've came up with. I wouldn't say I came up with them somehow as more of uh, it naturally being the output of, of me trying to write something about intelligence, right? Introduction to intelligence. That might be the, the lamest one, but it's the first one. Locus of control. How... This is the second chapter. How everything stems from a very, very singular, deep control. We control through our bodies, and there's other people trying to control, and the accumulation of all of that, our movement and whatnot, leads to, to our future. Then there's the nature of life. Continuation, right, to continue continuing alongside of everything with nature, being a part of nature, not separate from it, and influencing it at the same time. The veil of movement. This one I haven't written completely yet. I brain dumped in it a lot. This this is a new chapter I want to add in because I think it's important to have. But what what I mean by the veil of movement and what I want to talk about in this uh, specific chapter everything moves right and everything moves when when everything is moving you have to ask yourself what is really real what is real change how do you implement movement that keeps moving in a certain direction that you think is meaningful and due to that movement there's always you know our movement at least there's the images of beauty of uh there's advertisements there's what we absorb, there's the ideas we build off of what we absorb, and there's the shared belief among everything, chiefly money, and how money transfers and how value transfers and how things come into place to allow value to transfer in a different way. And the veil of communication also entails communicate. The veil of movement sorry, also entails communication. You're communicating through movement of energy that transmits information, which is uh, fun stuff. Then after that, chapter five. So we had chapter one, introduction to intelligence. Chapter two, locus of control. Chapter three, nature of life. Chapter four, the veil of movement. Chapter five, emergence of meaning. And this one, I went through the journey of a child growing up more or less and as a baby, creating their relationships, learning their words and growing up and playing and playing and playing. I mean, after that, here I I added that... uh, Chapter 6 is Cosmic Narrative, but it isn't. Chapter 6 should be Frames of Being. Um, Frames of Being. Frames of Being goes a lot more into, you know, a child learns how to play an act, but Frames of Being goes more into the act in itself, theater. You know, everyone agrees to shut their mouth and watch people act out something that isn't real, and yet it feels as real or as real as anything. So that's brilliant. Um, I think it's like one like the chapter I want to bring everything together in and then cosmic narrative cosmic narrative I wrote I wrote in the previous edition but it was um, it was just four pages five pages long and I wasn't happy with it but like the extent of a cosmic narrative I want to talk about how as a society you know how early on we used to burn a lot less energy than we burn now. Um, we used fire at the beginning, you know, to cook or to clear forests or whatnot, you know, all this stuff. Um, and now we use energy 24-7 in so many different ways. And Possibility of, of, of what's out there and what's in here and the future and the past and all of that, it's a cosmic narrative, like in its own way, Like what a chapter it should be. And the cosmic narrative, a big part of it is how we are a reflection of the universe, right? There's been meteors that crashed into Earth and snowstorms and um, everything. <laughs> and it's all like I imagine that impact of a meteor on the Earth is an impact into me and my being. That power of nuclear forces in us. And then chapter eight Gratitude of thought, where I bring in the fact that everything that I mentioned in the book is you know based off of information that I like what is truth? what is what is thought? What is doubt? what what is understanding something as being real? How does it all fit? This one I also need to write. But how I came, you know, I'm really happy about this, and, and I should probably just think more like this, you know, verbatim, uh, verbally, how, um, you know, gratitude of thought, you know, how I would formulate that. Keep asking myself how I would formulate it, how I would formulate it, and then try and formulate it more than once, more than once, more than once, and then see it finally formulated, right? Um, before I had these. Like, now I'm set on this being the structure, you know, and it's almost like, uh, like the, what's it called? The points in your spine, you have like, uh, points in, it's definitely not called that, but, uh. I really hate that my back hurts this much. I feel so weak at my core, you know. I keep looking forward to the time where and the point where I get back to being normal. Because it's just shit. Um, anyhow. <sighs> Beforehand, the first structure I wrote for the book was like understanding energy understanding information, understanding time, understanding emotion that I wanted to write about all of these things that way to explain what intelligence was. But eventually I found myself naturally moving away from that and moving more and more to the sound of the laptop is pissing me off so much. Anyhow, um, I found myself pushing more and more towards, um, Rather than explaining these elements like that of of time or energy as if I ever could ever know how to explain anything like that. Something like it became quickly clear to me that I couldn't while I was writing. Um, I would go on um, an application where you have to write for like 10 minutes or 20 or 30. And if you don't write for five seconds, everything that you wrote gets deleted. So I just wrote and wrote and wrote and found myself naturally explaining it or seeing it through the perspective of, of a human being, you know, of, of your control, your locus of control, of your life, of all of that. Um, you know, how much I thought about it, how, how many times I went off for walks or bike rides to just think about this and ask myself and and talk about it on the podcast. Now that I'm looking back at it, it just seems very natural that I would reach this type of conclusion. But this is what I mean, like now with How the Smoke Dances um, when I'm writing it, um, you know, I have lots of ideas of, of moments or things that I want to uh, to happen the way or to lay themselves out or and, and for the moment to display itself in a way. And then you start writing and you see like, you know, maybe this fits more here than that. Maybe I should change my mind about this. There's like, st- like, it's not set in stone what I want to create, and you create it, and through that process, it becomes more and more itself, but even then, it's never set in stone, um, that's something that's scary about it, but I think, like, I'm saying this now, you know, it's, um, am I turned 23, I turned 24, sorry, in um, six days, five days, and, um, I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna have How the Smoke Dance is written at some point as a complete full novel, right? And I'm gonna, after it's written, after, you know, selling it and working on that, and that's, that's a story on its own. I'm going to look back and think, you know, the story, I'm going to either look back and think the story should have gone a different direction, why the fuck did I do it like that? Or I'm going to be like, it, it was exactly, exactly the way it needed to be. And I feel like I'm going to be leaning more towards that, you know, it's exactly what it needs to be. I'm looking forward to that. But the entire point I was reaching through this is that, you know, no one knows what the fuck something should look like. Um, Your company website can look differently, or the name of the company can can be different, Uh, the relationships with people no one really has the answers and and uh, the sooner you accept that no one has the answers and and we'll just we're just doing our best to find the best answer the more you can start putting your energy in the right place i think like there's so much room to take initiative in that case but we think maybe you know when i started and you know i used to run everything by my boss and it's not like he has all the answers. He has an opinion of what something can be, or what what you've worked on is, or what it could be, or what it isn't. But uh, the what the ultimately, you know, if you really want to get down to it, you just have to find the balance between satisfying the client and creating a seamless process for him or them, and being profitable at the end of the day without wasting too many resources. Satisfy that equation and and keep satisfying it and you're good. So a big part of how the smoke dances is that Alan had to take care of his grandfather for like three years, right? Um, while he was dying and could barely breathe. And his grandfather used to like always tell him like, Alan, are you listening, boy? You're not listening enough. You're not listening enough. And it's something I ask myself and I forget to ask myself sometimes and I remember to ask myself then again. Am I listening enough? What am I not listening to? Am I listening enough? Am I listening enough? Are you listening enough? And I would hope to God that I am listening to everything. I, I think like, there's nothing I really need to be worrying about at the moment, you know? And something else I want the grandfather to mention, is. um you you're always trying to figure yourself out right you're always trying to figure yourself out the sooner you try the sooner you realize that (laughs) I find it funny I try to articulate these types of you know, feelings that at some points were very clear to me in my being, in my head and in my head, but um, then you try to put it into structure, try to put it into structure, you try to put it into structure. So when you're trying to figure yourself out, you're trying to find the truth of yourself, one that can't be moved easily, but... You try to find what you want, what makes you happy, what what pushes you the right way. And at that same time, you're always doing that doesn't stop, doesn't stop, doesn't stop. It's not like that process. ends. And the sooner you realize that your job is to find your truth and keep trying to find it, even if you think you found it. And that's exactly what I was trying to articulate. Um, that's, uh, that's the sooner you realize that the calmer you can be about everything else, the less worried and more accepting of it, because you realize that it's just the process, and you just keep going through it, and killing off all those little things. Becoming more and more true to yourself. More and more true to yourself. Um, one thing that came to my mind when I was saying this is, you know, the moment that I didn't feel like I could articulate it, I started talking about the fact that I was trying to articulate it and then I just continued. And then it came naturally in a very nice way, I think. And a lot of the times when, I'm, when I am when don't have something to write, I just write about the state that I'm in when I'm writing and I just keep writing and writing and writing. And then eventually it opens up the doors to the things that I can write about more room, more access. It's the same with dreams. Like I mentioned, you just write a bit about it. You start a tiny bit and it continues flowing. But I generally don't have a lot of life energy right now. I feel like I feel like very tired, very, very, very exhausted, in general. Um, So I, I did sleep with a girl a few times last week and I had a wet dream today somehow. So I'm just, like, sexually empty, you know? And, and a lo- large part of my energy, like I've talked about this before, is, like, holding on to tension and keeping keeping your, your seed inside of you, you know? It's, like, fuel somehow to your soul. Um, I don't know, like, I don't think think my body released because it might have felt like it needed to refresh something within itself like i always wake up feeling refreshed in my mind afterwards but um what a weird thing you know i generally feel tired my back hurts my i I worked out the other day and i'm trying to eat so that i feel Energized, But I don't think it's about eating. I think it's just about silence. And then you remember, oh, I have work for five days next week again. And I have to work again. And then my back, my back, my back. To talk about dreams for one second. It's been like four days where I, I knew I dreamt, but I couldn't remember my dreams. No matter how I tried. But I also didn't have the energy to sit down and write them properly and and thoughtfully throughout. But um, because I didn't, I ended up writing a very nice dream sequence for my my book. And uh, a lot afterwards. So that was nice. But it's funny how it's been like four or five days without being able to write my dreams. And I already like at some point, it felt like a burden. Like, I have these different realities in my head that a part of me feels like he needs to, or it needs to keep remembering them, or trying to find something in them, or something. I don't know. Like, they're there, you know? And there's a part of my attention there. A part of me was like, I don't want a part of my attention there. I want all of my attention here. What's the use in having attention there? But I'm here. And now I'm here, and I'm like, but, you know... I don't want to miss out on, on, on that, whatever it might be. But, you know, a lot a lot of, you know, the last three months was a lot of self-growth and looking at my dreams or writing about, uh, you know, things that I think are problems or thought patterns I don't like and stuff like that. But uh, I don't see a lot of need for that like now, but still a part of me is, is edging or nagging me towards, um, or nudging me, or nagging me towards, you know, no, do write, do do that. Do put that all down on paper and, and see how it makes you feel and what you feel about it and the arguments or the thoughts or the, all of that. I called all of my aunts um, from my dad's side two weeks ago because of read I... Don't know if I talked about this, but I talked to my uncle, uh, my mom's side, the older, oldest one, the one that I used to sit down and listen to talk for very long, long, long periods of time back home. And he had that, you know, flowy wisdom to him. And we, he told me the reason that I, he made it clear to me that the reason I didn't talk to him for the last like three, four years was a misunderstanding from my part. <laughs> but the way he said it, you know, was natural for me to understand it that way. But I thought to myself, like, wow, how I put myself through that uh, hole, and I was just ignorant. And now there's outside all of these protests happening and this corona stuff, and quarantine, and pandemic, and then people protesting because uh, police brutality is being fucked. And then they uh, try to solve police brutality with more police brutality, right? So nice. So I give in to my weakness, I give in to my being tired. I accept it. I will write. Now I will try to I will meditate first because I haven't meditated properly for like the last week or two. and I will write for at least ten minutes, maybe twenty, call it tonight, wake up tomorrow and try to write some more. <sighs> Take care.